All right, welcome and good morning to episode 17 of Sweet Seats. I'm joined by my uh, co-hosts Parker Gannon, Joey Hogan, and uh, Sydney Goodman. Today we're going to be talking about uh, the NFL Divisional Round Preview. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> we're going to be talking about the Divisional Round of the, uh, the NFL Playoffs coming up this weekend. So uh, first, we're going to go straight into the first game on Saturday um, at 4.30 p.m. The Houston Texans go to the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore favored by 9.5, playing at home. How, does, uh, how are we feeling about that one? Who do you think is going to win? Um, I think I see Ravens coming on top, and that's the only way I see it. I think their defense is way too good for the Texans to even stand a chance. And... Yeah, that's that's where I see it. Um, I'd like to add, uh, I also would agree with Parker. I think the Ravens are going to take the win. Uh, they just activated Dalvin Cook, picking him off the waiver. No, I don't know. Uh, they just activated him to his 53-man roster. He got signed about two weeks ago, so he had the bye week to just kind of like get learn their offense. Uh, I think that's going to be huge for the Ravens because they finally have a running back that could actually – I mean, no hate to Gus Edwards and uh, – that, that, you know, uh, no hate to Gus Edwards. He was on my fantasy Justice team. Hill. Justice Hill, there it is. Uh, I was going to say J.K. Dobbins, but he's out um, for the year a long time ago. But uh, no hate to those guys. But I think that Dalvin Cook's not done yet. And I think that he's going to be a key factor to the uh, Ravens offense. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, Lamar's Lamar, and you have OBJ, and you have uh, Isaiah Justice. Their tight end. Uh, uh, likely. His likely, name is likely. Likely. Isaiah, Isaiah likely. likely. I like Isaiah, Isaiah likely. likely. Uh, uh, yeah. And then, um, yeah, so I think that's going to be, obviously, he's going to add another threat with the running game. Um, also, the weather is supposed to be a high of 32 degrees, and Baltimore has an outdoor stadium, and Houston might not be, you know, they're inside, down south. I mean, you know, just with this, the past, last week with the wild card games have been really cold, I think that. Like, it showed with the Chiefs game and the Dolphins. I think that it's going to play a huge factor in uh, this week's game. So I got Ravens on top. All right. I think uh, we're going to go quick score predictions. We're going to go around for that one. Um, I think – I'll start it. I think uh, it's going to be similar to what happened in week one when they played when Baltimore won 26-9. to That was obviously C.J. Stroud's first game. He was still figuring out the whole NFL thing. And he's obviously – he's got it down now. He's playing out, out of his mind, but – I think the cold on the Ravens' defense will be too much. I'm going to go the exact same score from week one, uh, Baltimore 26, um, Houston Texans 9. Um, I think I'm going to do Ravens 21, Texans 7, just because I think the Ravens aren't going to let them score anymore. And with the cold and everything, I think the Ravens will score a touchdown less. So, yeah, that's my fair prediction. Um, I'm gonna go with actually the opposite. I'm gonna go. I mean, I'm gonna go with a high-scoring game. I think it's gonna be 35-28 Ravens. Uh, I think that it everybody, even though it's gonna be cold, I still feel like they're gonna be you know airing it out, and I feel like it's just gonna be a really high-scoring game. Um, I feel like it's probably gonna be like a lower-scoring game, like 26 to seven, like with what Parker said. With the, I feel like the Texans are only gonna be able to score one point, and that the Ravens won't let them score anymore after that. All right, now we're going to transition over to the Green Bay Packers traveling to Santa Clara to face the 49ers. San Fran favored by 9.5, same as the Ravens, over the Texans. Um, 
Well, uh, the Green Bay has typically struggled when they travel to Santa Clara, uh, but that was Aaron Rodgers' team. Now it's Jordan Love's. Do we think uh, Jordan Love will fare any better than Aaron Rodgers going to Green Bay? I mean, oh, my God. Going to Santa Clara. Now, it is notable to point out the San uh, Francisco 49ers just came off a bye. And the last three games, they really didn't play any tough competition. So they're going to be w- very well rested, but they haven't played any football, well, real football, in the past week or two. Yes, that is the thing. I've noticed a pattern when you see teams come off a bye week that they'll start off slow. And I feel like that's something the 49ers can't do in this game. And if they do do that in this game, then that could end up catching up to them. And, yeah, the Packers are a very good team. And, yeah. Yeah, I'll say the the Packers, I think they're a matchup nightmare for everybody. I mean, they are just – they've gotten really good pressure coming off their D-line and their edge rushers. They've got a great secondary – and Jordan Love's playing out of his mind with a bunch of young, very talented wide receivers. Just like they came into Detroit off a of bye and stunned us on Thanksgiving. They went into Dallas where they were 16-0 and in the past two seasons at home. And they, they won. They blew them out. Essentially, that game essentially ended when it was 42-16 or whatever it was. For the Dallas had a bunch of garbage time points to maybe like the game look closer. But they flat out dominated the Cowboys. Now, the Niners earlier in the year dominated Dallas when they're playing their best ball. So if the 49ers can start off, um, cannot start off as slow as we think they're going to as some other teams, then it's going to be a great game. Um, <clears throat> I kind of uh, agree with Parker. You know, the, the thing is that, like, Dick Packers start off hot. Obviously, we watched in the Dallas game. And starting off with an early lead, it was like 14 nothing. Um, if the – Obviously, with their two weeks off, you know the forty or the forty niners are going to have to like get going early. Uh, they do have home field advantage, if I'm correct, uh, yes. which is going to be very helpful, especially as we progress later on in the season. But um, I think if they start slow, then uh, then the Packers are going to take it. But I I think the forty niners are going to end up on top. I think it's going to be a close game. I think that with Jair Alexander, even though he was you know rolled his ankle in practice, he still is questionable this week. It says. But I think that the Packers' defense is going to stop the run game with CMC, which is a hot take, but they're not going to stop the pass game. I think that Ayuk is going to show off this week. Um, also think that Kittle's going to have himself a day. You know, I just feel like the 49ers have so many weapons that the Packers' defense just can't, you know, cover uh, and that's why I think I think it's gonna be a high-scoring game. Uh, I think it's gonna come down to probably a seven-point victory. But uh, yeah, that's what I think. All right, then we'll get our score predictions real quick. I'll start it off again. I'm gonna go uh, San Fran 34-24. I think the Packers will generate a lot of pressure on Brock Purdy, as we saw they did to Detroit. But I think uh, 49ers will pick it up in the second half, and I think they'll go out and win by ten. I think. The 49ers will win by a touchdown. Now I'm trying to figure out the point differential that I want to have. I think it's going to be a medium scoring game with a score of 27 to 21 49ers. I think uh, I'm going to go more of a high scoring game. I feel like these two offenses are really hot. I'm going to go with a 42-35 victory of the 49ers. 
Um, I'm probably going to have to go with like a 34-20 for um, the 49 win. Just higher scoring game. Yeah. All right. And then now we're going to transition to the very next game on the next day, Sunday. The Detroit Lions host their second ever playoff game in Ford Field. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers travel into Detroit to face maybe one of the most electric atmospheres from the game before. That'll probably happen again. There's not many playoff games held in Detroit. Detroit is favored minus six and a half as Tampa comes in. Now, the last time these two teams played, Detroit didn't have our two best running backs. We didn't. And we still won 20 to six in Tampa. Now, this Tampa team is much different than they were then. They just stunned the Eagles 31 to nine or whatever it Did was. They? Did they, though? Because the Eagles have been on a losing streak. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was like, going to say that, too. Was it stunned or was it expected? I thought like it was more expected. I was, yeah. I, was, I was expecting it, too. I, pi- I picked Tampa in that game. I didn't think they were going to win by as much, but... I don't think anybody did, but when it yeah. happened, I don't think anyone was overly shocked. Yeah. Baker. I think my hot take is I think the Eagles head coach will be fired this year. Nick Sirianni, I believe that, too. I believe it was all their, their offensive coordinator from the, past, the previous year. Uh, Shane Steichen. Now, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they have a matchup problem for the Detroit Lions. The Lions' problem all year has been our defense, specifically our secondary. And Tampa has Mike Evans, one of the greatest receivers ever, and Chris Godwin, who's not too bad himself. He's very good. And they get Russell Gage back. Plus, C.J. Gardner-Johnson just dissed Baker Mayfield right before the game. And James Houston. James, James Houston James, is coming James back. Is, I don't think he'll be rotating in a lot, but I think that having him back is going to help a lot. Yeah, I th- he'll probably go in on key situations like a third down, third down long, third down short, all third downs. Um, I'd also like to point out that the Lions, their first uh, when they beat Tampa 20-6, to I feel like they had a lot. They had an extreme amount of energy, inter- injuries, excuse me, and I feel like we still you know, beat Tampa at Dom- their place. Dominated them. Yeah, at at their place without David Montgomery, without David and Montgomery Jameer and Jameer Gibbs, and without some of your key defensive guys, and I feel like that now you're coming to Ford Field for a second playoff for a second playoff game in his like like you know in history, history for Detroit. You have the fan base, you have the city, you also have these guys that weren't playing are playing. You know, you got a healthy offensive line, healthy backs, you have threats with your wide receivers. I. Probably could not tell you more than three different guys on Tampa Bay's defense that I've heard all year. Um, well, they've got some studs over there. Levante David. Yeah, okay, there's one. Levante David, Antoine Winfield Jr., you've got Devin White, you've got Vita Vea, he's huge. You've got Carlton Davis, who's not too bad. They, they're, a good, they're a good defense. They just... Uh, I don't think they are. I mean, I think they just... They have, they have big names. They, they do. I would just like to say, like, earlier in the year, their offense wasn't helping them much, and when the defense on the field all the time... I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Baker, and I love Baker, you know, coming back and, you know, kind of taking this team. But I don't think you're going to stop a team as hot as the Lions right I don't now. think they are either. I don't, think, I don't think Baker's good enough to beat a team like the Lions right now. I don't think so. I, I agree with I you. I don't think Baker is a good enough quarterback to lead his team past us. Yeah. Us, Lions, I, past the Lions. I'd also like to point out Tampa Bay's run game is not what it usually is at all in Lions always stop the run game. So the run they're going to have to throw it down the field. And don't get me wrong, I hold my breath every time Matthew, Matt Stafford threw a pass down long downfield. Um, I'm not going to name any names, but, but like, I just think that they're going to have to air it downfield. And the return with C.J. Garner-Johnson and his presence on defense, I feel like what, how are they going to score 
Yeah, what's, I, what's going to be your attack point? Yeah, I think that it's all going to come down to what Aaron Glenn's defensive game plan is for I, the Lions. I'll be honest with you, I'm not a huge Aaron Glenn fan. I'm not either, but he made an adjustment in the Rams game. Uh, we were playing a lot of press man, and that wasn't working. So I think what we're going to have to do is play a lot of cover three, cover four, where our, sa- our corners are backed off, our safeties are backed off, and they just have to come up and tackle. Because mm-hmm. we, were, we were a pretty good tackling team against the Rams. We didn't really let up a bunch of huge plays after the catch. Uh, there was a couple Puka. other than Puka Nakua, but the Rams, I mean, the Bucks. Mike Evans is a deep threat, and Chris Godwin is a slot slash deep threat. So he, they, I, it's gonna, I think it's going to come down to the game plan and whether the Lions can tackle in space. I think the Lions are going to start off real hot. I think they're going to start off with a 14-0 lead, and then Camp Bay is going to come back, and then I think the Lions are just going to take care of business after there. So uh, score predictions, Joey, since you already gave us some of yours. Would you like to uh, finish to, it off? I'm going to have to gnaw on this one. Um, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a high-scoring game. I do. I do, too. I really think, I mean, not the weather, and so I think the Lions are going to uh, kill the Buccaneers, obviously. I'm a Lions fan. Um, Parker, do you have your score prediction already? I'm, I'm still, like, can 34-14, the Detroit Lions. I think they're going to come out hot. I think they're going to slow down, and then I think they're going to readjust, so to speak. So I think it'll be, like, 14-14 at some point, and I think from there – once the Lions adjust, they will take over completely, and nothing will happen for the Buccaneers. I think it's going to be – I think it's the Lions are going to win by a lot, but I think it's going to start pretty close, kind of what the Texans and Browns game kind of was. I think it'll be 21-17 to 17 Detroit going into halftime. Well, I believe that was the same score of the Rams game, 21-17. Yeah. But then I think the Baker's going to try and get too greedy. He's going to throw a pick or two. And the Lions are going to win forty-two to seventeen. Oh my God! My guess was forty-two twenty-one. Really? I was I was thinking that too, but then I was like, you know, I'm thinking forty-two twenty-one in the Lions. I think I agree with Jacob. I think it's going to be tied at half at fourteen. Yeah, I could see that happening. I think it's going to well. be tied at half, and then uh, Bucks are. I'm giving the whole the whole prediction. Bucks are going to come out in the half. Baker's going to throw a pick. Lions are going to use that momentum, score a touchdown. And then I think it's just going to take things out of there. I think uh, some key players that the Lions are going to rely on. I think they're going to launch it to Jamo. Um, even though Antoine Winfield is legit, he's going to be mainly focused on Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. I think that's going to leave someone open. Um, I also think that um, I think Josh Reynolds. Yeah, I like he, that. He was clutch gonna, in the first quarter. very clutch, especially with your first pass. Like the first pass when they played yeah. the Rams. Like that was a good catch. I think he's going to be huge. And then obviously I think they're going to – I think they're going to do a lot of running back passes out of the backfield. Really? I do. I think that, you know, you have great offensive line, but you also have Levante David, who's mainly plays inside, right? Yeah. So and then you have Vita Vey. Vita Vey, yeah. And I, th- I, th- I just think that you have your speed with Gibbs, Jameer. Yeah, and the, the Bucks, they're a veteran defense. They're, they're n- none of on the Bucks defense is getting any younger. I don't, exactly. And I don't think that the Bucks will blitz, will put any pressure on Goff. Well, they're going to, bl- they're going to try. Todd Bowles, Todd Bowles loves to blitz. Yes. I, I don't, but I, I just think that they're going to, but if they blitz, that's when I think we're going to run that little crossing route and but have, Yeah, that you little know. mesh concept yes. and have somebody wide open. That's ben Johnson's a great coordinator, and I think he knows how to deal with the I like really hope Ben Johnson stays next year. I don't mind if Aaron I leaves. don't think he will. There's a lot of good coaching opportunities next year. But he, Harbaugh's going to take it. Harbaugh could, but there's still a lot. The, the Chargers are open. The Falcons are open. He the Falcons. For both those teams. Yeah, the Atlanta Falcons have a ton of weapons. They're a good team if you want to go take over. 
I think, yeah, actually. Did you see, sorry, get off track. Did you see Bill O'Brien's new OC at Ohio State? Yeah. That's crazy. They're, they're going to. Yeah. So, Bill O'Brien, he was the offensive co- Was he not the offensive coordinator for that 2020 Alabama team? I believe, I believe I he no was. Idea. That Alabama team did RPOs all over the place, and they shredded Ohio State. Now, Ohio what, State. You, but do you think, who's the guy from Kansas State? The guy from Kansas State, Will Howard. Will, Will Howard. He's Will? he's like Mac Jones. He is. So I but think. No, but you can't you can't run the, op, the option. No, you can't. But Mac, they didn't do that with Bama either. They just ran that Devonte Smith little bubble screen. Uh, Ohio yeah. State's got playmakers everywhere, and I think it's a really good fit. Yeah. Not to get off track, but now we're going to transition to our final game, Joey. I know you're a Bills fan, oh, yeah. as well as a Lions fan. So the Kansas City Chiefs, for the first time in Patrick Mahomes' tenure in Kansas City, have to travel <laughs> to another. T- has to go on the road for his first ever playoff game. And it's into Buffalo, who is red hot. They started 6-6, six and six, have won, what, six in a row now? And I, Buffalo is favored I can home. I can start off with this one. You know, go ahead. I'll start off. So the Bills this year are kind of like my grades, up and down, you know? But um, I feel like with the past six games, <laughs> with the past six, six games, Buffalo's been winning. Buffalo's on a hot streak. At home, um, I feel like it really showed against Pittsburgh. Um, I think that uh, the re- the Chiefs looked shaky, even though they won and it was cold weather. They looked shaky. There was a lot of arguments on the sideline with Patrick Mahomes and remember the whole ref with Kadarius Tony. Like yeah. I just I don't think that Patrick Mahomes is going to make it far this year. I've heard a lot of excuses and complaining from him. Yeah, I, the the receiver core for the Kansas City Chiefs is not what it was a year ago. It's not. And, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback, and he's a good quarterback. You know, he, he has the chance to – he can take a team to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Tra- I, Travis Kelsey's not getting any younger either. I just don't think it's going to be this year. I think that Josh Allen has, um, you know, him and Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis. Dalton Kincaid has been playing a huge role. He had caught two touchdowns against the Steelers. Um, I think that they – their offense, even the, their offense, has enough weapons to keep up with the Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to score. The Chiefs are going to score, but they're out, they have been a defensive primary team this year because exactly. of Steve Spagnoli, who's been there for I don't even know how long. Yeah, he's got his best defense in Kansas City. But ever since Joe Brady went to Buffalo, they're not playing Josh Allen. Go win me this game. Yeah, they're playing complement. They're running the football, and that's scary. And I like it. I like the addition of James Cook because Josh Allen doesn't have to run the run the ball all the time. Yeah, it's not Josh Allen. Go be Superman. Go run for a hundred yards. Throw for three hundred. Throw five touchdowns. Yeah. But when you ask him to do that, he's going to throw a couple picks and maybe lose <laughs> the team a game, like he did earlier in the season. But then Joe Brady came in. They became a balanced running the football team more, yeah. and they've won six in a row. I think also home field advantage plays a huge part with. Buffalo always losing to Kansas City. Yeah, and how is Patrick is. Mahomes going to handle his first ever away game exactly. in the playoffs? There is history in this matchup, too. There is. Back to 2021, the AFC oh, divisional gosh. round, 42-36, to 36, the Chiefs beat the Bills in overtime by a 44-yard field goal. So with that on Josh Allen's mind and all this other things, I think – they're going to have to play really, really good to come out on top of the Chiefs. The fans are ready. The city's ready. Yeah. Everyone's ready for this matchup. The Buffalo Bills have been preparing for this moment ever since that game. Yeah, they have. And they have, I believe, since that game, they have a positive record versus the Chiefs since then. Yeah, I 
I think the the fans are more ready than anything else. Yeah. They are ready for the Chiefs to come into their hometown, and they're going to take care of business. Final score prediction? Go for it. 42-7, Bills. Okay, that is outlandish. I don't think the Chiefs are only going to score seven points. I I think there might be a little bit of Buffalo bias in that statement, but... You know, we're just going to... There, there, there's a tad, there's a tad. A little bit. And we're just going to continue with the rest of the score predictions. Um, I think that it's going to be like the Bills are going to have a higher score. I feel like it's going to be lower than what Joey said, though, with like a 34 False. to like 10 Bills. Uh, oh, but a lot of blowouts. Look at that. A lot of blowouts, Look at that, Parker. Um, no surprise here. Uh, we're going to go 27 to 14, the Chiefs. Mm, all right. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. I think it's going to be a lower-scoring game. Spag, Spagnoli has a great defense. Buffalo's defense has stepped up a little bit, plus the Chiefs have an inability to go deep with their in a, uh, their liability at wide receiver. So I'm going to take Buffalo 23-10. to 10. Still so the Kansas City Chiefs. That is still a, still a double-digit win. But I just don't think that you're going to see a team go in and put 42 on the Chiefs. Ever? Um, I don't ab- think that happens. Ever. I don't, yeah, that just doesn't happen. We're about to make history here, folks. About to it's going to happen. It's going to happen. All right. Another, uh, another Buffalo Drink bias the Kool-Aid. Coming. Drink the Kool-Aid. Hopefully the snow doesn't come for the game. And I hope it does. I really yeah, hope I, it does. I do, I do too. I, to Patrick Mahomes plays great in the snow every time it happens. You see uh, Bills fans were throwing snowballs at the Steelers? Yeah, yeah I did. So. Hey, I Bills did. Mafia. All right. Let's roll. I think it's going to be Bills-Lions Super Bowl. Early, predi- early, early prediction. Early, early prediction. But if it's Bills Lions, I gotta go Lions. I know, if it if it gets to that point, I think Buffalo's been set up to make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think they have. I don't think Detroit has though. I think uh, um, I, I will, love the Lions, but I don't think they can beat San Fran if I they have to they go can. to San Fran. I think they can. I, at the end of the day, um, just real quick, I think that I would would not trust Jared Goff to go into Santa Clara and have to win the game for Detroit. I would love to see a Packers versus the Lions. <laughs> I would love that to see that, too. But San Fran is good. I want the Packers to win so bad. I like I, like I said earlier, if, they, if the 49ers start off slow, Packers are winning. Yeah. Aaron Jones, they have been relying on their run game. Unbelievable. Aaron Jones, for the past four weeks, has been unbelievable. Well, Dallas doesn't have the run defense that San Fran does. Dallas doesn't have the linebackers San Fran does. I think Christian Watson's got 100 yards receiving, and Aaron Jones has over 100 yards rushing. All right, so what's uh, real quick, if that happened, what is your? Uh, oh, we already did score predictions for that. One. I might have to actually. What am I talking about? I might have to. I might have to change it. I, I think. No. Nope. Okay. Stick nope. with it. Stick All right. With it. And on Joey sticking with that, we're gonna. Uh, the next episode of Sweet Seats will be next. Next Friday. Friday. Uh, this is the final one of the the, the term, and on that moment. <laughs> So long from the Sweet Seats booth. Go Lions. And Bills.